You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Football is here. The Isuzu Ute A-League. Experience it live. Search A-League tickets. And joining us is the young, up-and-coming defender from Adelaide United. Daniel, I've got to say, I love seeing young South Australians get an opportunity in our top-end teams, and that's exactly what this young man is. His name is Lockie Barr, and he joins us now. Lockie, welcome to Sports Day. Thank you very much. Lockie, after... i have to stop you there, though. I'm not, uh, I'm not that young. I, I am 28, so that's sort of... Um, <laughs> yeah. Getting towards the back end of my career. I guarantee you, if you if you look in this room, this studio here, you are an absolute uh, child, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Then. <laughs> You've had some amazing opportunities around the world, but it must be great for you finally to get this opportunity in the A League. Yeah, of course. I mean, um, I'm a proud South Australian, and for me to represent Adelaide United um, in the uh, in the A League is, is something that you know, what I dreamed of as a young kid and um, to be able to do it is, um, yeah, it's indescribable at times. So I'm um, very happy and very proud to put on the Reds jersey. That's something that Carl Veer really has seemed to have done with this group. He's always been looking to bring in South Australians at every opportunity. Do you feel like a bit of a, obviously we bring in recruits, we have to, to be competitive, but do you feel a little bit like a state team that the Red of Adelaide United is, is partly the Red of South Australia? Yeah, for sure. I think um, when you look at our team, um, I would say over half the team um, is from Adelaide and, and, and South Australia. And obviously, Carl's a South Australian himself. So, um, But then we add on top of that, you know, with our, with our foreigners that we've got, we've got the three Spanish boys um, and, and Hiroshi Ibasuki as well. So we've got a good mix there of young uh, South Australians and uh, some really good foreign players um, that's sort of helping us progress. Now, Locke, I want to get into the season so far. Obviously, the two rounds down for you guys, a one-all draw at Wellington, and then obviously a 2-0 loss to MacArthur. I just want to touch on, I guess, your attack, first of all. You've had 40 shots on goal in those two games, so 20 in each. Um, what have you got to change, I guess, to be able to, at least you're having the shots, but how are we going to actually be able to put the ball in the back of the net? Yeah, I think it just comes down to, one, I think it's good that we're actually creating the chances um, uh, to be able to score the goals, but um, I guess we just have to be a bit more ruthless um, up front to be able to finish um, finish these chances off. And, um, you know, I think we're not too worried at the moment. As long as we are creating them chances and the boys are getting in those positions, um, that's good. But now we've just got to sort of really start to take these chances and, and kill off teams. Yeah, absolutely. That certainly will hopefully come in these coming weeks. And so on to this week's game, obviously Sydney FC in Sydney on Sunday. Obviously going to be a tough matchup. How are you going to go down back against some of these potent uh, Sydney forwards? Yeah, I think we're just going to have to be uh, very tight at the back, um, play on the front foot. We know Sydney, we know how much of a threat they are, especially their front three. They've done um, quite well so far this season. So we'll have a look at Sydney and their front three uh, in the coming days and then devise a game plan of how we're going to deal with them. And, yeah, we're going to go over there and, and just yeah be on the front foot and really try and um, push for three points. 
Lockie, just tell us a bit about yourself. I mean, the the Adelaide United fans would know who you are. The diehard NPL fans would have a pretty good idea of what you've done at that level. Just tell us a bit about your background, where you've come from, a bit of the time you spent in Germany and uh, Northern England and, and how you made it back uh, to Adelaide United. Yeah, so I guess my career um, started in Wyla, country South Australia, and um, moved up to Adelaide and played some MPL and then decided that I'd try my luck overseas and sort of bounced around in the lower leagues from, uh, yeah, like you said, Germany and England and end up getting a contract um, at Bradford City, who were at the time League One. Um, so that was an unbelievable experience and learned so much in my time there. Um, it was just unfortunate that I didn't get so many games, but you play with seasoned pros there and, and you can only learn from, from such players and then sort of come back to Australia and played MPL for a number of years and then finally got a chance at Adelaide United. So it's sort of been um, a strange old journey, but um, <laughs> you know, that's, uh, yeah, I've had to go through a number of back doors, but, you know, I wouldn't change it. Now I'm at, at my hometown club and, and couldn't be happier. Uh, Lockie, my understanding is you spent some time in Berlin. Were you working in an ice cream shop while you were playing part-time football? That is correct. Yeah, I was working in this sort of ice cream cafe um, shop in Berlin. And um, so I was playing semi-professional at the time. So I'd have to, I went to a language school in the morning, went to this uh, ice cream cafe uh, <laughs> job in the afternoon and then went to training at night time. So um yeah, it was a, they were long days, but um, I guess those long days help you um, build that resilience and, and helped you as a person and, and ultimately a player as well. And what about your experience at Bradford City? I have to be honest, I played some cricket in Yorkshire, not far out of Bradford. A couple of years before you were there, I have to be honest, Lockie, I won't give the date away, but wonderful experience for me. It's a great part of the world. Uh, it's a tough town, Bradford, and there's been historically some racial tensions there, but I really love that part of the world. Just what was it like playing for the Bantams? Uh, it was unbelievable. I mean, Bradford were, at the time when I was there, they were League One, but um, that was sort of a, a championship club they had. Before the season started, they sold uh, 20,000 uh, season ticket holder. Um, yeah, tickets and um, yeah, like I said, they should be really playing in the in in the championship. It's such a big club, and um, yeah, the fans that sort of their whole whole life they they work nine to five, but then their whole life revolves around that Saturday three o'clock kickoff. And uh, to be in that environment where it meant so much to people was um, again, it was a very proud moment to be able to represent that club um, for the people of Bradford. Yeah, no doubt that would be unbelievable. I love the parochial supporters over there and how much they get around their team and. One guy who spent a little bit of time overseas as well is Craig Goodwin. I, I actually went to school with him, Locke. Um, I went to primary school with yeah. Craig and have followed his career since. And when he's obviously had his stints back at Adelaide United, he has dominated and is obviously the captain of the team. Where's his body at? Where's his fitness at? And what can we expect from him? Yeah, obviously, Craig, he's uh, vying for a spot um, in the Socceroos team. So um, he started his first game on the weekend against MacArthur. I think he got in um, 60 minutes. So... Um, I'm sure he'll be in the starting lineup again this week and he'll be looking to get as many games as possible. Um, and, yeah, just touch wood, he keeps his body good and he stays clear of injury so he can get that spot for the World Cup. Okay, and really good point. And hopefully he does get that spot. Another one who you played against on the weekend, Daniel Alzani, is uh, a chance as well. How'd you find him, obviously, playing directly against him and, and how do you see his chances? Yeah, I mean, you can see Daniel, he's... he's um, talent on the ball is is very good. You've seen with the goal he scored, he sort of yeah turned me one way and back the other and put it uh, in the bottom corner. And you know you just can't give players like that. You know you've got to be really tight to them. But yeah, Daniel's a very good player and um, he's had his hard times, I guess, with his injuries and his stints overseas. But he seems to be able to 
um, he's come back to Australia to really, um, I guess, in a way, get his football back on track, I guess. And, um, yeah, he's playing some good football and playing against him, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's a hard player to play against. Lockie, I'm interested in Ethan Alligich, young 18-year-old who came on as a sub on the weekend. I, you, you might be aware, I mean, the Alligich family story in country South Australian football is quite incredible. His great-grandparents actually established the Broken Hill Soccer Association. His father's Richie, a great player for Adelaide United. His auntie Diane, a legend of the Matildas. Um any, any understanding of the history that his family has got in football and, and how do you see him progressing? Yeah, I didn't know about the Broken Hill bit, but that's, um, that's very good to know. I'll let him know tomorrow that that's uh, yeah, it's a good thing to have, um, starting up the Broken Hill Soccer Association, so good on them. Um, no, Ethan's, uh, um, like his dad, he was a very good player. Um, Rich Alligich was, and um, Ethan's definitely taken, following uh, his dad in his footsteps, Ethan's a great kid, and um, he's starting to get some good minutes uh, in the first team, and he's definitely going to be one player to watch um, over the coming years for Adelaide United. Now, Locke, obviously Sydney away this week. It'll be the third away game in a row for the season. There's obviously renovations going on at Highmarsh. Then Perth Glory is the first home game of the season. Sunday, 30th of October. How many people would you love to see there and get down and support Adelaide United? Yeah, it'd be great if we could get over, you know, 10, 12,000. Um, that would be unbelievable to be able to get that. Um, the stadium's just been uh, refurbished with the roof on top of the um, Western Grandstand. So, um, yeah, and it'll be a good game against Perth Glory. So if we can get the biggest crowd possible, that will really help us um, to get those three points for, again, uh, for Perth Glory. Lockie, I just want to reiterate, 28 is very, very young. You've got at least a decade of football in you at this level. I'm so glad to see you finally got your opportunity. Go well on the weekend against Sydney FC, and thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks very much for that, boys. Cheers. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.